right, everybody. Welcome to Learning the Tropes. I'm Erin. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the virgin. And we are your host. As you all know, we have a Patreon. We talk about it every episode. Mm-hmm. And we've it's exceeded our expectations, let's just say, for oh. the amount of people. Right. It, I mean, it blew away your expectations by a lot. I, my expectations yeah. were a little bit higher. I was saying four or five. Yeah. Which, you know, we get it. People have things that they they need to pay for. Mm-hmm. You know, $5 is not a joke. But we've gotten a lot of people who've joined over there where we we are doing bonus episodes. We have Learning the Crepes. We're going to have some more stuff coming, especially around the holiday season because all these holiday movies are popping up, all these holiday rom-coms. Yeah. And so we are going to be recording some of those. But we also have a little merch available. So we have a sticker now. And this is our special blue and red logo colorway that we use for the Learning the Tropes Patreon exclusive episodes. That's the artwork. And so we made that into a sticker and it's going to be available for anybody who joins at the $5 or up tier. And now the thing is we're doing the merch through Patreon. So we're testing this out. And the thing with the merch with Patreon is that it is you get the merch after three successive billing cycles. So in other words, after three months of being a patron. So if you are only a patron for two months or just one month, you're not going to get the sticker. So, But here's the situation, and I'm going to keep everybody updated. And sorry if I'm not as clear as this as I wish I could be. I just added the sticker. So I'm not – I don't think that it is – retroactive so people who have already been patrons for two months i don't think they're going to get the sticker next month but i will definitely update everybody as soon as i know for sure i'll send an i'll send a a message out to everybody on patreon patreon but i hope so i hope you guys can get your sticker soon but you may have to wait for as long as everybody else for that sticker so it's just something that we decided to do we we were going to, you know, we've had merch, but we haven't really been pushing it too much. And we thought if we merge it with the Patreon, it's going to be easier for everybody. It'll be easier for you guys. It'll be easier for us. So we are going to look into if the sticker initiative works well, we, we might add shirts and hoodies and stuff. Let us know. You guys are the people who tell us what you want and definitely tell us what you would want but i think the sticker is pretty cool the color is really awesome i almost i i said this after we started using that i almost wish we used this as our real one mm-hmm. i mean i think i love our our real logo and maybe it's just this one pops more and i'm not so used to it that i like it so much but i think it's a really cool colorway yeah it's more like masculine um do you think that's what it is? I well, I don't know, but it's like it's so bold. The colors are such big primary colors as opposed to like the soft like blues and pinks that are our current logo. But I definitely sent out an email to you and Pat with all of the colorways. 
Oh yeah, no, uh, no. I, I, I'm saying, I'm saying, I think we chose the right one. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it, like you said, it's it's bolder and and different, and so I'm I'm really attracted to it right now. Yeah, but I think the softer the softer colors were definitely better for what this podcast is. Yeah, I I just think it's just because I'm so I'm so incredibly masculine. You are. Just the testosterone pours through the microphone. Can you smell it? It's it's yeah. disgusting smelling. <laughs> I have to shower three times a day because my machismo yeah. is just oozing. Yeah, and you're just hair also, which is tough. You shave so much. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 silently shaving right now. Yeah, you gotta. While you style. talk, I mute my mic mm-hmm. and I just do a little um that's awesome yeah so if you want to check out our patreon you can just um search learning the tropes in patreon and there we are the tier it starts at five dollars and then there's a ten dollar tier um and you can also just ten dollars and up ten dollars and up you could just put in if if however much if you wanted to more than 10 right now we're just having those two tiers because i think um you know, guys, we've talked about like when we started this Patreon, like we're not 100% sure what we're going to be able to offer. So we didn't want it to be anything <laughs> too expensive and then not be able to deliver. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to let us know if you are a patron and you want to let us know what you would like for a 10 or a $20 tier, if that's a sweatshirt, if that's a T-shirt, if that's a I don't know what, um, let us there's know. Mugs, there's mugs, Oh, mugs. Yeah. Canvas bags. Oh, a tote. Yeah, if you want a tote, um, let us know because we'll definitely, if overwhelmingly people want something specific, then that's definitely kind of what we'll make happen. So, And if you're an eccentric millionaire, you could just, I mean, we're willing to take a one-time only million-dollar pledge. (laughs) Just one time only. You'd barely miss it. Or, you know, if you're somebody who handles money for an eccentric billionaire who will not miss a million dollars if it goes missing mm-hmm. or just say it's a charity or something they can write it off huh just yeah. you know you get a sticker yeah. wouldn't that be funny if to pay a million embe- dollars if you for a, a sticker million dollars from your eccentric billionaire boss and give it to us we'll definitely get you more than a sticker uh, 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 no, I mean, maybe. Maybe everybody's a sweatshirt, equal. a t-shirt. Everybody, listen, we choose fair. the size, though. We choose the size, did you say? Yeah, we choose the size of the t-shirt. So that there's that. <laughs> it could be very big. It could be very small. You know, it depends what we have lying around. But. Yeah. Um, I always used to, when I was younger, I used to wave at limos. Not when I lived in the city, but. Where I lived in the suburbs, obviously, there was you rarely saw a limo. Like it was, it, you know, it's like a unicorn situation. Although I've, I've never saw a unicorn, so I guess it's not a unicorn situation. It's more like a rainbow situation. And I would always wave enthusiastically at the limo because I thought that they would be like, "Oh, that that kid is so nice. I want to give him money." <laughs> Just just purely because I seemed very friendly. 
now I realize the world doesn't work that way. How creepy would it be just a, just a small child in Pennsylvania just waving at you as you go by? Also, it was probably like teenagers going to the prom. Or yeah, there was a lot around prom season. I look like JFK Jr. <laughs> you would just salute. <laughs> yeah, I'd wave and salute. In my little short shorts. Oh. I know. It's a heartbreak. I, I hate to make fun. It's a heartbreaking image. I know, but it's, you know, whatever. It's funny. Um, but put me in there, and that's hilarious. It's very funny. It, put me in there and me waving at a bunch of drunk high school kids going to the prom. Mm-hmm. Now that's comedy. Yeah. I feel like we always, because I grew up in New Hampshire, and so we would get the presidential election every four years. And so then there would be a lot of very fancy people around for like nine months, and then they would all leave. So Yeah, that's true. They would just blow right out of town. They'd be like, we don't give a shit about New Hampshire for another three years. We don't have to think about you, Hicks. Yeah. Um, But then I, uh, for some reason, I remember my friend told me that when she was little, she went to the mall and Barbara Bush was there. And then she was lost. And so Barbara Bush bought her lunch. And I'm like, that didn't happen. (laughs) I could see that happening. I get like I I think like if Barbara Bush had a, like an official going to the Mall of New Hampshire like event possibly but then like who like it's just bizarre. She'd be surrounded by so many Secret Service agents. Yeah, and then you would, and also I'm like, and so there was all these like at the mall, but your parents still lost you. I mean. I grew up during a time where, like, parents were trying to unload their children. And so, like, we would just – they would let us do anything. We were 100% free range. So, like, that part isn't as strange. But, like, yeah, the Barbara Bush of it all. And I was like, I don't know. I just don't see our first lady eating at the 99. Yeah, you know? it's – it is it is so funny. I would be – we would go to the mall when I was, like, nine and – I wouldn't see my parents for half of the day because they yeah. would go – or it would mostly be my mom. But I guess my dad would come sometimes if he was off. But it's like I'd go to the toy stores and the bookstores and all that stuff. Just – just yeah, just a nine-year-old just running around. And that's not negligent though. Like it's not – I'm not like saying my parents were negligent or anything. But if you – if a parent let their nine-year-old walk around a mall that still existed by themselves – Mm-hmm. That so many people would probably call somebody. I know. Well, nine seems like a pretty, or maybe not. Actually, I'm so bad at like kids' ages. Yeah, I remember in the grocery store, my mom would always be like, "Oh, can I forgot to get this? Can you go get it?" And I would run because my mother would like keep moving throughout the grocery store, and I would lose her. Yeah, and I'd be like, "I'm not gonna let her leave me here." <laughs> I know her tricks. I know. She's trying to unload me. No. She doesn't need this buttermilk that bad. <laughs> this is a trick. Um. Anyway, so should we talk about next week's book? Let's talk about next week's book, which we just came up with two minutes before we started recording. Yeah. Well, we last night we were we texted about what time to record this morning. And then as I was about to fall asleep, I started getting I, well, I texted Clayton and I was like, I need, we need to pick a book for tomorrow. I realize we don't have a book for next week. And then I fell asleep to you texting about maybe a Western. Mm-hmm. 
And, and so, so we're doing we, a Western. Yeah, we're doing a Western. We decided to do a book called The Texan's Wager by Jody Thomas. Yes. Which you have read before? Yes. Okay. I When I started reading romance, for some reason, I started with American Westerns. Because mm-hmm. I think my first like romance book was Into the Wilderness by Sarah Donati. And then I was just kind of like, all right, so let's do like early America stuff. And then that kind of like led to the Old West. And then Lorraine Heath was the one. I loved her Westerns. Then I started reading her uh her uh regents or her like ones that were set in London. Um and that's how it went. So I've read a ton of Westerns. And obviously, I mean we'll probably talk about this in the episode, but there's a lot about Westerns that are very problematic in views and things like that. And like to my memory, the Texans wager doesn't have those specific issues, although let's read it and find out. <laughs> um but uh, so it's just a book that I remember really, really loving. And the hero is like a different kind of hero and especially a different kind of hero than you would ever normally see in a Western, because I think the archetype for Westerns is very specific and this sort of alpha male kind of person. And Carter is not that. So I thought this would be a really good book um, for us to do as like only our second Western, right? Because we read Texas Destiny. We've had other. I think we had another Western too. Okay, but it's escaping me, the name of it. We don't know. You guys can tell us. So, I can flap it. Flap it. Go for it. So we're reading the Texans' Wager, the Wife Lottery, Book One. So this is part of the Wife Lottery series. Thrown off a wagon train with two other women and trying to avoid jail for a murder they they, com- they committed, Bailey Moore agrees to enter a wife lottery, a ploy concocted by the Cedar Point Sheriff to secure wives for men in the small Texas town. For the sensible Bailey, however, marrying Carter McCoy is like exchanging one life sentence for another, especially since her new husband hasn't even seen fit to utter a single word in her presence. But still... She can't help thinking that something about this strong, silent farmer could be the key to leaving her troubled past behind and making a worthy wager with her heart. So a few things attracted me to this. The fact that Bailey is a convict, right? She she mm-hmm. gets thrown off a wagon. That seems like a very interesting beginning to a romance. And then the fact that Carter is the strong, silent type. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that. <laughs> I wish I was that. I think more people should be that. Now, not silent in the sense of never asking for help and being emotionally uh, withdrawn, but picking your spots and only speaking when it's completely necessary. I think that's something to admire. Now, it feels like Carter's more of the you know, really withdrawn, tight, tight, tightly wound type. But I think I, I, I it's going to be interesting to see Bailey maybe unravel him in a positive way. Just peel back those layers on that onion. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for this. And plus, it's it, it's I think it's pretty old school, right? Yeah. What year was it? It's hard because I'm on Amazon right now, and it never tells you the right year. Well, see, this Amazon is saying twenty uh, two thousand and two. That's totally a re-release. It's got to be. Yeah, I don't like how it doesn't tell you when exactly. Oh, because also, again, the magic was published before the wallflowers. We found out, so we were fully spreading lies during that episode. So I apologize, and thank you to everybody who pointed that out to us. I was going by Goodreads, um, which is not always the best, <laughs> um, the best uh, thing to go for for that sort of thing. So, but oh, yeah. Geez. It, yeah, they were that. published first. Originally published. Okay, so Google is also saying 2002. So maybe it is 2002. I I can't believe that. I guess 2002 is a long time ago, but the cover looks very much like it was 90s or Well, like 2002 earlier. is like barely out of the 90s. You're right, I guess. But yeah, anyway, so Jody Thomas is also like a big Western writer who's really great and fun to read, too. So there's that. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to have a little bit of uh, of Western uh, ambiance. So, yeah. <laughs> great. Oh, I thought you were going to say more, but perfect. No. Um. All right, cool. So that's it, guys. So thanks so much for listening. If you have any recommendations, you can always email us at learningthetropespodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at learningthetropes and on Instagram at learningtropes. Um, like we said before, we have our Patreon. If you just search Learning the Tropes and Patreon, you're going to find us. And then we have our Facebook troop, the Learning the Tropes troop. You can come join. Um, maybe talk about your favorite Westerns. If I, I don't, I sometimes I feel like I'm the only Western lover out there, the Western romance lover. So if you are as well, um, let's come and chat about our favorite books. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that I'm forgetting, Clayton? No, just you said Patreon, but join Patreon for that sticker. Mm-hmm. Exclusive Thank stickers, you. exclusive merch. Slap it on a stop sign in your, uh, you know, <laughs> slap it on a stop sign, slap it on the front of your textbook you usually use it for vandalization is basically what i'm saying yeah. vandalize your hometown with our um exclusive patreon stickers if there's an abandoned storefront stick it on its window mm-hmm. make the new owner scrape it off <laughs> um all right guys well so we will see you next week when we're going to be discussing uh the texans wager by jody thomas um but until then happy reading Happy reading.